another episode of Fishing Without Faith, where we attempt to introduce a mindfulness-based concept of life without expectations and what that can do to you to be present and aware and pay attention on purpose and live a life out loud. Have something with, find the uniqueness in every moment. One of the most important uh, and beneficial aspects of the mindfulness experience, the mindfulness journey, is to develop a beginner's mind. Well, what is a beginner's mind? Uh, So we have to differentiate what is the difference between a beginner's and an expert's mind. So let me give you this as an example out of my own personal experience. As the message that we try to put out has depth and weight behind it. Uh, A number of years ago, I was called to the hospital to visit someone uh, suffering from withdrawal symptoms. And when I walked in, of course, they were laying in a bed, wired for sound. Uh, they asked me, can you help me? And I said, certainly. I do, although I, However, I have one request for you. I'd like to take all the knowledge that you have about recovery, take all the knowledge, put it on a CD, and run it through a shredder. And they were, they were astonished. They were shocked. They said, well, well, I don't understand. We, we, I've worked on this for a long time. And I said, and this is not about me merely to illustrate a point. I asked them, I said, who's laying flat on their back and who's standing up? So the idea is that these expert minds can get us into a, get a bit of trouble. And once again, uh, we keep repeating the fact of being the observer behind the thinker, the observer behind the thinker. So a beginner's mind can be your most valuable asset, and it, it is a rare and precious gift. A beginner's mind is a, a concept developed in uh, Zen Buddhism, Shoshine uh, to be exact, which means open, openness, eagerness, and lack of preconception. Reverting to other language, uh, we apply that to honesty, open-mindedness, and the willingness to try. So I'm going to ask Mike if he's ever, my co-host Mike, uh, the producer of this program, if he's ever been around a uh, three or four, two, three, four, five-year-old child. No? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, certainly. Uh, cousins, friends, kids, uh, et cetera. Yes. Uh-huh. And have you been around the child when their eyes were big with wonder and fascination at every single thing that they saw? Yes. Yes, certainly. Right. And I can tell you, I took, I have a two-year-old granddaughter and a few months ago, I took her to the aviary um, with all the exotic birds in there. And she stood there in the, in the aviary and her mouth was open and she actually shook, shook with wonder. It has to be, and the aviary, so we're talking about the aviary and those don't know the aviary here in Pittsburgh, like you're talking about like where there's the big wide open space right and where there's just birds there yes you know just around you and, and it, it is uh definitely a a sensory stimulating event to walk into that room well yes there's no uh there's no cages there they, mm-hmm. they they're they're free they fly free uh so it's a it's a really great time and uh it gave me a great deal of gratitude to be able to sit there and watch her just shake with shake with wonder wow it was it was amazing to watch her shake with, with just with amazement mm-hmm. at what mm-hmm. at what she was seeing. So, what are some of the steps uh, that we can take to begin to develop this uh, winner's mind, winner's mind, beginner's mind? Excuse me. 
What we do is we try to take one step at a time. Of course. So quite often, what are we trying to do? We're trying to rush through our lives. Are we not, Mike? Exactly. I can definitely relate to that. How can we get from point A to point B as fast as we possibly can while anticipating point C? <laughs> Have you ever been in a grocery store line when something bogs down, when somebody has to write a check? or things slow down a little bit, or maybe they have a coupon that has expired and they're having a little bit of a conversation with the mm. checkout person. Too many times. Right. So what is everybody What is everybody in line doing? They start looking around. They start tapping their foot. They start sighing heavily. Yes, and looking at their watch. Mm-hmm. And they've got to get moving. So I can, again, I like to relate experiences out of my own life. And not too terribly long ago, I was standing in a grocery line. I had some articles and these couple people behind me. And a situation like that occurred where it didn't flow smoothly. And they were complaining and screaming and yelling. I mean, they were getting upset. So I turned around to them and I said, perhaps if you were in that much of a hurry, you could have came earlier. So, like we mentioned in a previous podcast, using time as currency. Mm Mm-hmm. How, how are we going to be spending it? And be mindful, be mindful of, of what we do. So uh, have you ever taken children anywhere in an automobile? Have you, remember when you were young? Okay, okay. I, I don't, they don't, nobody lets me babysit their kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, 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 you're taking a three or four year old somewhere. Right. To grandma's house or to play golf or mm-hmm. to ice cream or to the movies. What are they always saying in the car? What are they saying? I'm bored. I'm bored, right? Mm-hmm. And when are we going to get there? Mm-hmm. Are we there yet? <laughs> are we there yet? Are I'm, we there I'm hungry. Yet? Have the pee. And quite often, that's what's that's how people go through their lives. Are we there yet? Mm-hmm. Are we there yet? When in when in a mindfulness journey, we emphasize the journey and not the destination. Right. Quite often, what we don't do throughout our life is look out the windows and see where we're at, and see where we are, and enjoy that present moment. So again, it's being mindful and taking one moment at a time, one step at a time. And Mike, people have such a fear of failure, do they not? Oh, certainly. I know I do. Have such a fear of fear of failure. So, and again, it's not how often we fall, Mike, it's how often we get back up. Exactly. It's not how it's how often we get back up. So, fear of failure, and there's that word fear again, Mike. Fear seems to permeate every single podcast that we do. Fear's that corroding, corroding element running, running through the fabric of our lives. It's the thing that makes us uh, uh, take pause and, and uh, miss opportunities. Absolutely, absolutely. Or saying, or saying the word "I don't know." Have you? you I'm sure you've been around many people who believe they were experts. <laughs> <laughs> and had a, and had an expert mind, right? Right, and, and you couldn't exp- you you couldn't convince them otherwise, right? So the idea is that saying "I don't know" is a perfect example of having a beginner's mind. Mm-hmm. Saying "I don't know" means that what you're trying to do is open up possibilities, turn certainties into possibilities. Right. Uh, I'm not going to pick on any particular profession. However, this one comes to my mind. How many you've been to? I'm sure you've been to examined by many doctors and the like. Uh, how many of them have come up and told you, Mike? I don't know. When you ask them, what's wrong, Doc? 
Um, uh, thankfully, not many. <laughs> well, the idea I would I would prefer to hear the words I don't know. Right, right. I would prefer prefer to hear the words I don't know rather than an individual set on a predetermined prejudiced path that they already intend to follow. Right. Right, right, and I think that's uh, that stubbornness um, and that la- that lack of being able to divert their path. And Absolutely, again, missing opportunities. So, what does I don't know? It, it means being flexible. Mm-hmm. It means being flexible. And actually, there's a, a thought that it's a warrior's wisdom. And in truth, we're all warriors, are we not? We're spiritual warriors. We're going through our life. We're navigating our course. And a warrior has to be flexible when dealing with an opponent, right? Right, right. And we wrestle, we wrestle with life every day, do we not? Right. We all do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So ha- avoiding having a prejudice about our own uh, biases and uh, the path that we are predetermined to go the right way is the surest obstacle to growth, Mike. Right. The surest obstacle to growth. So the next thing in a beginner's mind to developing the beginner's mind is avoiding the shoulds, okay? So are you aware of self-defeating words, Mike? Yeah, yeah, I'd say I am. Okay, could you you tell us what some of them are? I should, (laughs) I need to, I must, I better, I need to, I have to. You know, for me, does this go along this? Because I've always had um, one day, it seems to be toxic, one day I'm going to do this. One day this is going to happen. Is this an old same vein here that we're looking at? Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. it feels like it, it, it placates you for the moment and you don't actually take action on something. So it's like, I, sh- I, should, I should one day do this thing. I, I, I should really mow the grass today. I, and, and, and you just, you just don't. Like you, that was, your, that was your, your, your brain power to acknowledge it and it's a thing that needs to happen. But you like replaced actually taking action with that in your mind. Absolutely. And what they are is they're self-defeating words, Mike, and they set us up for failure. Mm -hmm. They set us up for failure because remember, we're setting ourselves up with unrealistic goals. Right. So this is the basic premise of fishing without bait Mm -hmm. is to live a life without predetermined expectations. Right. Without predetermined expectations. So, and again, when we, when we have those words coming out of us, Mike, once we have to ask ourselves, whose voice is that? Right. Whose voice is that? Is it the thinker? It's certainly not the observer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have to be mindful about where about where that voice is coming from, and to challenge it. To challenge that, and remember, these are these these words are created in our own mind. We create them. Okay. So, and again, if we repeat things and keep reiterate things it's because we're trying to create new habit patterns right for individuals we're trying to create new thought patterns we're trying to create a new design for living mike Mm -hmm. a new design for living based on mindfulness so in changing changing habit patterns when there's a continuing theme of mindfulness practices where we want to as we referred to in previous podcasts we have a lifetime of repeated pattern of behaviors and thoughts. And these have developed into, like I like to refer to, is an eight-lane superhighway that we are well-traveled and well-maintained. 
by us because we do them every day. Mm -hmm. Some of these, of course, are helpful to us and productive. Other ones take us to places where we prefer not to go. So practice makes perfect, but sometimes we're not practicing the right thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. So one of the things that we do in Beginner's Mind is avoiding comparing ourselves to others. Mm -hmm. one, of, one of the surest ways for self-defeat. One of the surest ways. Uh, so let's say comparing ourselves to others, having where we have this expert's mind, uh, let's say a, a driving force behind advertisements, okay, is manipulation. Right. A driving force of advertisement is to have you compare your life, which they devalue, unless you have their particular product. Wouldn't it be great if things were like this? Wouldn't it be awesome if this was your life? Yes. So let's say a, a commercial for alcohol or beer. Right. Okay. So what are the a fellow drinks this particular beer and all of a sudden what type of females are attracted to him? Oh, hello. All the ladies, all the supermodels, all the bikini girls. Yes, all, all the beautiful women. That's what I'm missing in my life. I Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell me, Mike, have you been to many taverns at one thirty in the morning? Tell me, tell me, tell much happy. Tell me how much happiness there is there. There's not a lot of happiness going on. There's a lot of desperate uh, trying to find the closest thing to a bikini girl she they can before they leave at two o'clock. Yes. So, and again, the idea here is to be mindful of how you're being manipulated. Mm -hmm. Being mindful rather than impulsive. Mindfulness is learning how to respond rather than react to situations mm -hmm. which how often do they put out new cell phones mike how often does companies put every out couple of weeks yes it seems. And tell me the reason for that um well it's really just so you buy new ones uh you know uh um, I, I apple's gonna have a new iphone every year because people will buy that new iphone uh they're always putting out a new samsung phone because i mean they're, they're in, into the point where Cell phone companies have adapted to this. There's one, one provider that you can get a new phone and swap it in your old one three times a year. Who needs a new phone three times a year? Well, But you want the new shiny one. Absolutely. So, And again, I refer to my favorite philosopher, Thomas Merton, uh, the Trappist monk, who uh, said that men's minds were like crows picking up every shiny object. Ooh, look and, at that. And then sitting in their crowded <laughs> nest... Uh, wondering why it's so uncomfortable, which is means their mind, mm -hmm. which means their mind. Now, Mike, having a beginner's mind does not negate your experiences. If we don't devalue experience, okay? mm -hmm. I'm not asking people to put their, all, everything in their life into the trash can, everything that they've learned, every, everything that they've processed. So let's say like crossing a busy road. Right. Would the life experience of looking both ways be beneficial for you, for you? Certainly, absolutely, absolutely. And not all not all experiences are wrong. And again, being the observer, we want to look at mindfully, step back, observe, label, and describe. And which which of our pattern, which of our habits and our patterns are impeding our growth and happiness? So it's kind of the. Um I've, I've always heard the you should go through your house uh, once a year and, and uh, put your mind on something. I think it's a feng shui thing I, I read recently. You should put your look at, look at every object and say, is this something I love or need in my, ha in my life? 
And it feels like you're doing that with the pieces in your brain. Absolutely. Okay. So we're asking people to let go of their expert mind. An expert mind, and again, I've perhaps I've referred to this before, you've seen horse races, correct? Yep. Absolutely. They're big, magnificent animals, mm-hmm. and they can do one thing, and they can do it well. And that's run fast in a straight line. However, Mike, what do these horses have over their eyes? Blinders on the sides. Yes. It's a focus. Absolutely. So... When you have your expert mind, you have your blinders on, and you're not open and flexible to life's experiences, mm-hmm. to, to have an open-mindedness and willingness to try. Hmm. Are you always right, Mike? Oh, I'm not. <laughs> oh, I'm certainly not. So <laughs> I think I've been mistaken three times this podcast. <laughs> you, do, you, do very, you do very well at what you do. Thank at you. At what you do. Uh, however... If you thought that you were the be-all and the end-all mm-hmm. of podcast production or or video mm-hmm. production, uh, do you, how much further do you think you would get in your profession? How, there's nothing more to learn. There's nothing left. I've, obviously, why aren't why aren't people paying me more money? Uh-huh. You know, and that is a uh, that becomes a very toxic attitude. Absolutely. And when we when we begin to think that there's nothing more to learn, mm-hmm. uh, I'm. Perhaps I'll, I'll relate an experience of Socrates uh, when he went to the Oracle at Delphi in Greece. The Oracle at Delphi was a place where people would go, these women would, priestesses would basically talk gibberish to an individual. The priests would interpret what they said to the question. So Socrates decided that he was going to go to the or- Oracle. Uh, and when he came back, his students, the people asked him, what did the Oracle tell you? And Socrates said, the oracle told me that I was the wisest man in the world. Uh, the people said, well, what, how do you interpret that? And Socrates says, I believe that I'm the only person in the world then who truly understands his own ignorance. Socrates, Socrates certainly had a beginner's mind. Uh, what's mindfulness all about? It's experiencing the moment. Uh, Mike, if you're familiar with a Horace, he was a Roman poet, uh, the Latin phrase, uh, carpe diem. Yes. Seize the day. Seize the day. What does that mean to you? Um, that means uh, take advantage of every day. Get the most out of every day. Sometimes squeeze the juice out of every day. Um, but, but, to, you know, but that's also getting more done or appreciating the day. How do you take that on? Absolutely. Seize the moment. Seize the day. Mm-hmm. Be aware of the uniqueness of each moment. So, I'm going to give uh, I'm going to give everyone a homework assignment now. Okay. And that homework assignment now is the next time that you're in a familiar environment, like your home, your office, someplace that you go frequently. I want you to look around and observe one thing that you were unaware of, one thing that you didn't see before. Okay. That's an idea, and I'm certain that you will. That happens to me in the studio all the time. As you know, we have some things around here. Yes. And sometimes I look and I stare off into space and I say, how long has that thing been there? <laughs> so let's, and again, becoming the observer, let's, mm-hmm. exam, let's examine common sense, Mike. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have common sense or uncommon sense? This is a trick question. I know mm-hmm. I'm going to pick the right one. <laughs> 
Uh, common or uncommon sense? Right. Um, um, I don't know. What's common is well, the question I pose. Well, common sense is look both ways before you cross right, the street. Right, 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 right. Okay. The, 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 the things, those little things that you've labeled as, that's a keeper so I don't get myself hurt. Right. So, uh, the, right, that's experience from the past that's, that's beneficial, mm-hmm. which we don't want to discount. Uncommon sense, Mike, is intuition. Okay. Okay. Uncommon sense is just stepping back and using that wise mind. Uncommon sense is having that beginner's mind and being open to possibilities. Okay. Being open to possibilities, such as common sense told scientists that uh, bumblebees can't fly. What? (laughs) Common guess. Because of how big they are? Yes. Because of the size of their bodies and their wings. According to the physicists, bumblebees should not be able to fly. Wow. However... Do they? Yeah, they certainly do. And again, we want to turn certainties into possibilities. Mm-hmm. When when the Wright brothers made their first powered airplane flight, many, many, many newspapers wouldn't run that story because they didn't believe that it was possible. Wow. Their common sense told them that man couldn't do that. Sure, sure. So, and again, turning certainties into possibilities... And we're going to end up uh, dealing with uh, the fear of failing. So, Mike, when was the last time you tried something new? Something Every new. day. Every what are you day. Talking Great. About? Every day. Great. <laughs> Great. So many people are stuck into the, as we referred to in the past, human doing mm-hmm. versus human being. Certainly. Being human being, being means not able or unable to have the courage to deal with fear. Right, right. So, what is what is what is what is courage? Bravery, uh, overcoming, uh, overcoming. To me, that's overcoming the monkey mind that tells you not, or the lizard brain that tells you not to dive in because you're scared. Overcoming fear, mm-hmm. overcoming fear. So, let's say a fireman that's going to go into a burning building. Mm-hmm. Do you think he might have some fear? Certainly, certainly, Absolutely. He definitely has to overcome that. Yeah. Absolutely. So all courage is is the ability to deal with fear, right? And fear can be a, in this case, a a beneficial uh, emotion, as to be wary and aware mm-hmm. of what's going, what the environment is around them, right? Okay. So, and again, there's that word fear again, fear again, uh, and in reviewing of the concepts that. We discussed today having the beginner's mind uh, versus the expert's mind, turning certainties into possibilities, the idea of honesty, open-mindedness, and the willingness to try, uh, the avoidance of the fear of failing. Uh, Mike, if you fail, you know what that means? Hmm. That means that you failed. That's it. No, that, that's it and nothing That's more. the end of it. That's call, it and nothing I call more. it a learning experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, a beginner's mind is your most valuable asset, a rare and precious gift. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ask uh, my producer to end this podcast on a positive note. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutfaith.com, where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. Fishing Without Bait is a production of Namaste Holistic Counseling, D.C.